Welcome to Married by Design. The heart, your actions, and your feelings. We've been talking about those three areas. What part do feelings have in handling the issues of life? How can our feelings lead to real progress or struggles and failure? That's what we'll be looking at on this episode of Married by Design. The purpose of the Married by Design podcast is to encourage couples to enjoy all that God has for them in their marriage relationship. Welcome back to our podcast and the series that we're in right now entitled Handling Life's Issues. We're trying to equip and train individuals to work through the issues in their life. Worry, anger, fear, all the things that you can face. You could face with a biblical understanding and God's power. Not only that, but we want to encourage you to have the understanding of these principles so that you can help those around you that may be struggling. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at the heart, our actions, and our feelings. Two weeks ago, we explored the heart and how it is that everything flows out of our heart, as Jesus said. We need to get our hearts right, and as a result, we will see our actions consistent with that right heart. That's right. Last week, we looked at the doing, our actions. If the heart is right, then we can begin to lay out a plan of action. What are the things that you are supposed to do and not do if you're going to handle issues of life better? If you're going to grow in your faith, we gave you some principles to understand what you should be doing and not doing. But we're going to get a lot more specific as we look at specific issues. Right now, we're just laying the groundwork, the foundation for biblical change. The last of the three areas, our emotions, is what we're going to be looking at this week. It's interesting when you think about your emotions that you have to understand that they're really neutral. They're not necessarily good or bad. It depends on the heart and the way that they're expressed. We have to understand that God created us with emotions. That means that they're not necessarily bad. Emotions are an expression of the heart. You have experiences in your life, whether good or bad, and as a result of those experiences, your mind begins to process those experiences in your heart, which leads to doing, and then your feelings. Paul writes in 1 Timothy 4, verses 4 and 5, For everything created by God is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is made holy by the word of God and prayer. God created you with emotions. That means they're generally good. I said generally good because like everything else in creation, man can corrupt them and twist them into something bad. That's right. If we express emotions in a sinful way or allow them to control us, this is apart from God's will. If your emotions are out of place and out of control, you will not handle the issues of life the way that God wants you to. We see in the Gospels a gamut of emotions that Jesus expressed depending on the circumstances. They were proper and godly emotions within control. In Hebrews 12, verse 2, it is written that for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Jesus had a joy in his heart, even in the midst of difficulties, because he was looking forward to being at the Father's right hand and redeeming mankind. That's a joy that was not dependent on circumstances, and was not controlled by the circumstances. Another example, when Lazarus died, it's written that Jesus wept. Again, emotions under control. It was a proper emotion of grief, as we should all have when we lose somebody that we love. We also see Jesus' anger when he had to cleanse the temple, a proper, godly response to what was happening in the temple. 
So we don't want to avoid or ignore emotions. It's proper and right for us to have them. As we begin to think about the issues of life and how to handle them better, there may be grief or sorrow or joy in the midst of those things. We may feel disappointment and frustration. But if we're going to handle issues better, we need to keep those emotions in check. We can begin to have problems in our spiritual life and our relationships when our emotions are out of kilter and out of control. When our emotions begin to drive us and dictate what we say and do. This is why it's so key to first look at the heart and then at the doing. If your heart is right, that will help you to regulate your emotions. When you have a heart that is selfless and desiring to honor God, it will be a natural restraint on sinful emotions of anger and fear. As the heart dictates the doing or actions, proper actions and obedience will create positive and godly emotions. When you begin to look at the way you feel on any given day, you can see that your emotions can vary greatly. You may feel down or discouraged because you're physically sick or tired. You may be stressed and anxious because of some trial that you're facing. You may feel ashamed and guilty because of a sinful choice that you've made or something that you're struggling with in your heart. You may feel off and have no idea why. It may be a complete mystery to you. The key to understanding and beginning to handle issues better is to realize that you should not be governed by your emotions. They are byproducts of what you're experiencing and the things that you believe. They are not to drive your choices or your actions. You have to come to a place where you are in control of your emotions. That's right. Although sometimes we can learn from our emotions, the most important thing is to realize that they are only to be seen as a byproduct and not to be the fuel or the dictator of what we think and do. In Proverbs 25, verse 28, it says, A man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. When we allow our emotions to control us and to direct our thoughts and what we do, we're vulnerable, vulnerable to discouragement, to doubt, to frustration and anger. This is so key to begin to handle life's issues in a way that God wants us to. We have to be driven by a heart that is right rather than by our feelings and by our own selfish desires. Self-control is so much a part of real change. We looked at the work of God's Spirit in our life to help us to change. Part of that is the fruit of the Spirit, and part of that fruit is self-control. That is, that we have control over the way that we think and that we manage our feelings. We can acknowledge the way that we feel without being dictated by those feelings. You can wake up moody or be out of sorts for any number of reasons. The question is, are you going to be controlled by that? Are you going to do what you need to do regardless of how you feel? That's the challenge in life. There's a very good example of that in in a soldier. I can imagine a soldier in war very concerned and fearful about his life and what will happen to him. But if he allows those fears and concerns to control him, he will not be effective as a soldier. He'll run away from the battle rather than running to it. He'll try to defend and protect himself rather than to protect and defend freedom and those that he's fighting for. That's right. The soldier has to train himself or herself to do things that they don't want to do regardless of how they feel. That's what I think basic training is all about. Being driven not by the way you feel and the emotions in the moment, but by the principles that guide you regardless of how you feel. 
That's a good picture of where our emotions should be in relationship to change. We need to acknowledge our emotions, but also to not be controlled or directed by them. It's interesting to look at the Bible and examples of emotions and people who suffered because they were led by their emotions. And that can be a byproduct or an indication of a heart issue. This can be so important to look at our emotions and ask a question, why are we feeling this way? Again, it may not be clear at all, but sometimes we can connect our negative emotions to our negative heart and the poor choices that we make and what we do. Cain is an example of that. You see in Cain the connection of the heart with what we do and what we feel. When you look in Genesis 4, Cain had a very dark heart in hating his brother and being jealous of him. In verse 4, it says, The Lord had regard for Abel and his offering, but for Cain and his offering, he had no regard. So Cain was very angry, and his face fell. The Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why has your face fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is contrary to you, but you must rule over it. There it is. Cain's heart was full of jealousy and hatred toward his brother. What was in his heart flowed out into what he did and his emotions. It says in verse 5 that he was angry in his countenance or his face fell. That means that he was discouraged and frustrated and jealous. This is the end result of what was in his heart. And the result of what was in his heart also showed itself in what he did. Cain had a choice. In verse 7, the Lord told him if he did well, he would be accepted. One version says your countenance or your face will be lifted, your facial expression. He would feel better if he did what was right. Hear the heart and the doing related to emotions. Sometimes we can find ourselves feeling better if we actually do what God wants us to do. There's a great joy in obedience. You also see that idea of who is controlling Cain. Either Cain will control himself and do what is right, or sin would rule over him. That's at the end of verse 7. If Cain allowed his emotions to run away with him and do what was wrong, he was headed for a great amount of heartache. And that's what happened. Getting up and killing his brother because he was driven by his dark heart and carried along by his sinful emotions. You see another example of this in King Saul in the Old Testament. King Saul was jealous of David. That was the heart issue. And as a result of the heart, he was angry, unreasonable, embittered toward David and his own son, Jonathan. That heart played out in his actions as he tried to kill David on a number of occasions. He was controlled by his own selfish desires and pride, and it left to his downfall. There is a real danger of being governed by feelings, which leads to doing or action, but the wrong ones. You have to recognize if you want to handle life's issues in a better way, a godly way, you have to correct your heart and line it up with how the Spirit leads us and what is biblical. When we are able to do that, we will begin to do the right things and even feel the right things. There will be a peace and joy that comes into our life because of our actions. Proverbs 16.32 reads, Whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules the Spirit than he who takes a city. There it is. When we control our anger and our feelings, we can become much more than what we are. We recognize that God has created us with feelings, and they certainly can indicate issues of the heart. But ultimately, we need to make choices that are driven by a biblical heart 
even when they are contrary to what we feel and what we want to do. That's putting our feelings in check and moving down the road to real biblical change. Well, let me pray. Father, I just thank you for this uh, week's episode and God that you have created us with emotions. Father, we need to understand that they are, are most of the time are right. And yet, Father, we admit that sometimes we allow our emotions to get away from us. We are controlled by them and we do the very things that we don't want to do because we're angry, because we're fearful, uh, because we have those emotions. Lord, I pray that you would help us to have your power to begin to put those in check and be a man and be a woman who is self-controlled. And I ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's it for this week. We want to thank you for being part of our podcast. We encourage you to uh, rate the podcast as it does give us more visibility. Would you also share this podcast with the people around you? You can put it on Facebook or other social media. You can use the link at the bottom to share it and send a text or an email to somebody asking, encouraging them to check it out. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love your feedback, your questions. You can email us at marriedbydesign001 at gmail.com. Well, next week, we're going to be looking at the beginnings of biblical change to take that upward path of change in the way that God wants us to and to learn how to handle issues better. There's a number of basic disciplines that are part of that. And we're going to begin to look at that next time on Married by Design. 